0: Hello, everyone. This is our Good Dog Workshop podcast. My name is Carlos. I'm joined with Brian. Hey, Brian.
1: Hey, Carlos. Glad to be here.
0: Uh, If you've heard us before, you know what we're about. But for those of you that are new, Brian, explain to them what our purpose is and what our objective is when we uh, do one of these podcasts.
1: Sure thing. We are your podcast resource for successfully working with your dog. We're here to help people sift through all the wrong and ridiculous information out there. And believe me, there's plenty. We're here to help dog owners understand dogs and how to effectively work with the dog's nature, not against it. In short, we'll teach you how to speak dog. So thank you everyone for joining us. So what's today's topic, Carlos?
0: So I picked this because I like Caesar and I like YouTube. So there was a cool... YouTube uh, clip that they ripped off of, I think, one of the Cesar Milan shows. It's um, with Jillian Michaels. She's a fitness trainer. I don't think she does that anymore, but it's a short clip. But what's interesting is he confronts a little chihuahua dog that she owns, and he goes into uh, kind of a dominance ritual. But what's interesting here is he doesn't touch the dog. He allows the dog to, uh, for lack of a better word, blow up on him. So the dog lashed out. But what was interesting is how he dealt with it and how he was able to explain what he was doing, which I don't think I've seen anywhere else. But I'm going to break it down. I'll play the, the uh, audio anyway, and people can join. So um, it is basically a dog uh, named Richard, which is funny. People are laughing about that. It's a little dog, but she can't, get, she can't get this dog under control. And he's, I think, there for another reason, and then he finds out about this dog.
1: Yeah. Right. And, and what's the name of this clip for those people who want to follow along?
0: Yeah, confronting Richard, dog whisperer. It's part of the Nat Geo Wild, uh I think, channel on YouTube. So of course you can subscribe there.
1: It's only and two it's minutes like forty five like seconds. Two, yeah. yeah, it's like a two and a half or three minute clip all total. Yeah, it's, yeah, it, okay. yeah, yeah.
0: And it, but it's just a fascinating clip because a lot of times people will say, "Okay, well this dog bites, so you don't want to get bitten." But how do you get to the other side of? Rehabilitating a dog that's used to using t- its teeth on people, and, and Caesar does a good job breaking down. So I can play it. We can talk about it, and
1: pause as we go. Okay, sounds good. Every friend I have yeah. bit my mother. He's bit my assistant. No he's, way. He's just bitter today. And I'll
2: do no Richard. Oh.
1: I do, and he the first, so he'll be louder like,
2: so he can hear you better. No. <laughs>
1: <laughs> But I don't get a stare goal. Just a solid no. No, and then he'll have a moment like this, and then he goes right
0: back. Yeah, and when she said like this, I think she she was trying to describe and gesture um, with her own face. She's trying to imitate what the little dog does, which is freeze up for a second and then right. go back. So obviously, what she's trying is not working. Right, and I, I think Caesar finds it amusing because I think he he's dealt with so many of these little dogs that. Are you know, pseudo-aggressive, fear-aggressive, and I think at this point he just finds it amusing because because everyone is kind of, you know, put off by these little dogs that are so uh, uh, vicious on the surface. But let me yeah, keep playing here. Do you have anything to add to that, Brian? Or...
1: Well, yeah, in, additionally to, I think, what he finds funny is because of what she does or did for a living, you know, and I, I, I can't remember the name, of the name of the show, maybe it was Biggest Loser or something, yeah, but, you know, she right. would basically yell at people to you know work harder and push harder and run faster and lift more weights and work out more to to lose weight and become healthy so she's a pretty tough person yeah. and she can't get this tiny little dog to listen to her even though she can bark a good command to the dog so i think he's he's getting a kick out of that just like we are yeah maybe eight <laughs> pound dog or something you know right <laughs>
2: because you didn't follow through what do you do after that i'm gonna show you <laughs> First, Caesar wants to see how nervous Richard becomes when confronted in his own home. All nervous dogs, all fearful dogs, all excited dogs are going to run away. So let's take that power away, which is unhealthy for everybody, including Richard. Let's put a leash on, block the power.
0: So he, he, is, he is somewhat cornering the dog, Richard. Um, but really nothing's happening other than him trying to put the leash on. It's one of those slip leads, right? And, and the dog is uh, trying to use Jillian, the owner, as as a um, a barrier. So he's trying to go behind her. Um, so when he says, "I'm going to block," I think what he means is, "I'm going to confront." Uh, but and, you'll see here, you'll see here um, how Jillian reacts. But go ahead, Brian. Go ahead.
1: And and Caesar's kind of he's stepping in there, right, to to not allow the dog to gain to gain cover behind Jillian, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah, 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 and and which is interesting
0: because a lot of times, and this is where the where the fork in the road is. You have people that say, "Oh, the dog's already um, showing signs of uh, stress or aggression, so you know, walk away or turn away or turn your back." We've had done podcasts about that. I think this is way faster, way more effective, and still very, very, very humane and fair to the dog. And you know, of course, uh, we encourage you to watch the video, but you can listen to this as well and kind of tell what's going on the intensity and they're pretty good about describing it but let's put, continue here and um and see jillian's response because she she freaks out a little bit here look he's buy, he's buy.
2: Ah. frantic is good throw all
0: the punches keep going, keep going, keep going. so of course they add dramatic music for dramatic <laughs> purposes but what he when he says throw the punches he's really talking about um, uh richard biting him right
1: yeah, and, and and Richard is going after Caesar's hand. He's kind of he's kind of in a, in a got it in a fist, but he's going after his fingers, his his hands with a vengeance. He's just lashing out, and 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 they're not deep bites, they're not hard bites, but they're they're very quick and they're they're multiple bites. And so Caesar's got some some cuts on his fingers by the by the end of it. Um, but the the point here, one of the points that I see is the dog is exhausting himself and getting rid of all this toxic energy, if you will. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and I wonder if we can relate that to, I don't know, if, in, in, in human terms when people, I don't know, they see their psychologists, they say, well, you know, it's good to yell, let it out, cry, right. let it out. Um, sometimes people go to special places where they can destroy things, you know, just like. Well, no, or, 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 you know, hit a punching bag. Yeah, you know, exactly. Go to, yeah.
1: go to the gym, lift weights, go so run, whatever.
0: I wonder if you're using human psychology or is just like a mammal thing that sometimes you just need to release. All that whatever it is, frustration, resentment, fear. And I think what I think Caesar's point here is this little dog hasn't gotten a chance to do that because he's, he's in constant fear and he's he's learned to lash out at everyone by biting them. And he's saying, Hey, you know what? You're not going to do that with me. Yeah.
1: And and let me add to that one thing that I think is really interesting here, and I'm always interested in in the human, the human part of this, um, you know, and I know a lot of trainers out there aren't, um, is in another episode and in the remainder of this episode, and maybe maybe Jillian Michaels has done two other episodes, but in her job, she is very formidable. She's very dominant. She's very confident. She's very sure of herself. But when it comes to her dogs, she's not. She's almost the complete opposite. And so she comes across as very insecure. And so for an insecure dog to have someone who's in charge of him be insecure themselves. Yeah. That's really kind of a, a, you know, a a toxic combination. And so he has to absorb her insecurity. And that's why he's acting like this now is because he's finally confronted with someone who's going to let him get out of, get this out of his system. And he can, you know, make all the noises and use his teeth and finally work through this because he hasn't been able to do that with Jillian or her, what does she talk about her, her family members, her, her, um, her her assistant. Yeah. She mentioned her, her mother because everyone backs off. And so he doesn't, doesn't learn that Richard the dog has never learned how to resolve this issue other than if I throw a fit, then everyone backs away from me, and then I can stay in my little bubble of insecurity here, whereas Caesar's taking the opposite thing and saying, you know what? I'm going to show you calm and confidence, let you get this out of your system, and then I'll show you a different way to be.
0: Yeah, and and I think a lot of people misinterpret this. They'll say, oh, you know, the dog is stressed out. You're cornering it. Uh, you're adding more stress, but I, I see it differently. I've done this before. It definitely requires you to be very, very, uh, what's the word? You're very peaceful inside, you know, yep. very, very assertive yet peaceful because you don't want to uh, traumatize the dog by coming across as angry or resentful or frustrated. Like, we you know, Brian, you've talked about this a lot. So it does require certain skill. Um, but I think it is the most humane thing to do because you, 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 look at the, you look at this, if you watch the video, it becomes a different dog immediately after. And he goes, you know what? I relinquish this idea that people are um, to be bitten. I relinquish this idea that I'm insecure and there's no one that's going to challenge me. And I just, just kind of see the change, which is healthier. And even, even Caesar will mention it here in a second. So.
2: And they have to go. It's just you hold holding on in energy. So the energy has to go somewhere. So they go into screaming, biting. But he wasn't like plumping. He was. <laughs> he says, normally people walk away from me, but they put me away. But you're not doing that. It was like a showdown. And Richard, I mean, opened his fingers up. He bit right through your friggin'. Oh, no, but
1: that's so just, just this. Don't worry about it. Blood coming down his hand for a chihuahua. Looks like he got bit by a piranha. I'm mortified.
2: So he did his whole physical thing and was like, you want to take over. Most of the time people retrieve or they take him away. But nobody confronts him. Right. Right? Yeah. Yeah. By us taking him to that state of releasing it, it's actually very healthy for him. You yeah. Benting is good. Holding is bad. Yeah, that's... Right, just like a person. Yeah. Okay. Aggression is not the problem; It's the outcome of a problem. The pro- obesity, is not the problem; is the outcome of a problem.
0: Yeah. Right. So that was good, right? So a lot yeah. of ge- a lot of nuggets or gems, whatever the saying is, <laughs> that came out of there, right? That's because sometimes people look at the aggression and go and label a dog as such and go, you know what? Avoid at all costs. Sometimes that may need to be the case, but with a
1: smaller dog, it seems to be a lot more manageable. Oh yeah, absolutely, and and. You know, one of the things that uh, that I love that he um, that he gets her, that he gets the client to realize is this something like this is the same as it is with a person, and then it finally clicks with her as oh, just like a person, which is so interesting to me that she can live her her professional life like this, but then not make the connection that oh, why don't I try this with a dog and and look at the results it it gets. And going back to what you said earlier, Carlos. Yeah. I, I totally agree with you that this is um, the most humane way to work with a dog because for what did they put up on the on the screen there? Less than two minutes elapsed to, to to get the result. I think less it's like than one two minute, minutes, yeah, or
0: something yeah, like that. L- yeah.
1: Less than one or two minutes of time that this little dog got to freak out and then – now he's on a new path, and he is – as long as Jillian does does her job of, of being a, a good, calm leader with him, he's never going to have to throw this fit again because he's learned that that isn't beneficial to him versus – taking the long road, taking the super soft approach, and okay, he's a little stressed out, we won't work with him now. And so you're repeating the cycle with him and making, you know, tiny little strides, if any, over and over and over again. And there's no way that someone could convince me that that's a more humane way to work with a dog.
0: Yeah, you're prolonging the time it spends being insecure, stressed out, unsure, fearful, whatever i mean it just it, it, i imagine it's much like when you put someone in isolation you know if they're already in prison and then something happens uh they get in trouble even more then they're put into isolation there's a reason for that because it it, t- it taxes your uh your mental uh uh, uh faculties right you are yep. you are uh, supposed to be social you're supposed to be gregarious you're supposed to be in a pack and then all of a sudden they say, now we're going to remove you and cause stress. Yeah, It's the same thing with these dogs, whether they're small or large. If they're unsure and have to hold this in like Caesar said, it's very unhealthy. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. So, and that's pretty much the end of the clip. I think he has a few more things it here. Let's see. That's
2: right. So aggression is a symptom. I don't focus on the symptoms. To me, it's like, what's the real problem? This is an insecure dog. It has way too much power, and he gets affection at the wrong time.
0: Yeah, so... So and he was adding to that at the end there that he's not getting a – what he's basically talking about, he's not getting a balanced approach from the owner, meaning discipline, affection, attention, that sort of thing, which he talks about a heck of a lot. But what was cool here is he said he doesn't focus on the symptom. He focuses on the core, uh, and I think it's really useful for people to take away from this, yeah
1: yeah and and that's something that i think a lot of people out there a lot of dog owners don't realize is is a dog lashing out like this is not is not the core it's not the root of the problem it's just a symptom of the problem or a byproduct of the problem and and yes even though he's putting his teeth on on someone and drawing blood that's that's not uh that's not aggression what he's doing is aggressive and yes there's a fine line there but the 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 symptom it's it's it is just a symptom it's not the the core of the problem that's that's why we we like this clip so much um yeah and so if you see the video and if you see the video you'll be able to piece it together but the dog
0: really kind of sobers up you can see it in its eye oh yeah ears body language and he doesn't retreat and he's not shaking like like the world's gonna come to an end but you can definitely see a change in the body language. softens up a little bit or i would say a lot and then he kind of has that those big eyes like oh I see I see now what's going on here and I've uh, I've uh, come to relieve myself of all this burden which uh Eze talking right. about so yeah ahead
1: And is there is there any you know um uh closure to to this in in this video do they do they talk about you know the everything that went on or or do they show Jillian then doing this with her with her own dog or do they is there kind of some kind of follow up
0: Yeah this is this is one of those that's a one off you know I couldn't find follow-up i couldn't find the episodes on nat geo wild Uh, so you know there's one other one before this where they did a whole episode with her but this one for some reason was uh very brief so i and i don't know that she came in for that dog i think they were talking about something else and then she might have mentioned it or something okay Uh, but it was very very brief so i couldn't find anything else but
1: yeah if if someone does let, let us know yeah yeah i'd love to love to see and you know since she's been on the show Twice or or with two different dogs, um, you know, repeat customer typically means that the customer hasn't worked, spent enough time working on themselves, which, again, I find so fascinating because she is a fitness instructor. She's in good shape. She's, you know, got lots of lots of muscle herself. So she works very hard on her own physicality, but her the the mentality part of it, at least with her dogs is is still lacking and i I think that's interesting so i'd be i'd be really curious if anyone has any information on how she is now or how she continued with uh with these two dogs and the uh, yeah. the other dog was the that dog was named seven right and she that dog was one yeah at her at her when she was on horseback right.
0: Yeah, 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 and she had, a, she had that whole episode that I think was outdoors, you can see right the whole range. So that was a fun one, too, to watch. Yeah, yeah, that was. Well. And that she was, was very, fun. by the way, she was very emotional on that one as well.
1: Yeah, and, and Caesar just got on the on the, the back of the horse that she was on and had the dog on a, on a long check cord and got the dog to settle down in a heartbeat, and she was just, you know, gobstruck by how— Easy it was for him to for him to do that because she couldn't control the uh, the dog at all and like you said she was emotional in that episode and that's what kept the dog being ex- to be excited around the around the horses and keep barking and snappies because she kept leading with emotion when she was addressing the dog and we've talked about that in so many podcasts you can't lead with an emotion with your dog and have a successful leader follower relationship to them with them
0: so, yeah and that's and that's the tough part because a lot of us you know you think pets you immediately think cute, lovable, fluffy, babies, you know, you immediately get into the soft spot, so really have to work backwards, because when, we, when we're children, we see uh, dogs on TV and cats on TV, and now with uh, the internet, it's all about cute animals and pets, and and so they immediately kind of uh, appeal to your softer side, But but the reality is, and we talk about this a lot, which is why we... We talk about physical touch and leadership and assertiveness. The re- reality is you're responsible for these animals. And the worst thing you can do is nothing because they will find a way, they will find a way to manifest whatever they're internalizing that's not balanced, right? So whether it's destruction, biting, aggression, whatever, right? It's going to make your life unbalanced because they're not being fulfilled. So try not as much as I can because I do the same thing myself. Important to, to be objective as, as much as possible. And then there'll be times to sprinkle in, of course, the uh, affection and emotional stuff later. But, yeah, it really is tough because you just end up digging yourself a big hole.
1: Yeah. And, you know, the way I've, I've been telling clients lately about that is, is I'll, I'll tell them, be your, your dog's leader first and his friend second and i think i think that seems to resonate with a, with a lot of us cuz we can understand okay i still get to love my dog and and you know cuddle him and and you know sing to him or whatever you do but i need to be in charge of him first and i need to you know check in with him and remind him that i am still in charge of him because that's safe for him and for me and for the whole pack and the and the public at large but then once we've established that then just do maintenance on that, on that daily by, like I said, checking in with him, but then I can love on him basically as much as I want, as long as I keep up the leader-follower relationship there. And that, that's a real important thing. And that, I think that's, you know, to bring this back around, I think that's what, what Jillian was missing with this dog and the other dog, was she wasn't being in charge of her dog. She was basically switching off when she came yeah. home to her dogs and they were just, you know, all her relationship with them was just about emotion.
0: Yeah, and a lot of us do that, they, you know, that switch off and on, and so it's yep. hard to... So anyway, the uh, channel on YouTube that I got this from, the source, was a Nat Geo Wild channel. It was from a Dog Whisperer episode, and the title is Confronting Richard. Right. Okay, so I'm, I don't think these uh, Dog Whisperer series go on anymore, but they're archived as of, what are we in, April 2019. So, yeah. So check it out, and we encourage you to look at... The Bible language before and after, and his methods. So.
1: Yeah, yeah, very, very important to do that. So, well, thank you everyone for uh, for listening, joining us once again. Uh, if you have any comments or questions, uh, please go ahead and call me directly at seven zero three four eight nine one three one nine, or you can text at that number, or you can email me at Brian at GoodDogWorkshop dot com, and we'll uh, we'll answer your questions. You please like us, subscribe us on. Uh, facebook and and YouTube, and also send us any suggestions for future topics that you'd like to hear about we always uh, We always like um, getting suggestions from our from our listeners. Um, is there anything else carlos
0: no that's it the, the The search for for us, whether it's youtube or facebook it's it's still going to be good dog workshop.
1: Yeah, and on iPhone, you just hit the button on your, on your phone that says podcast there. Do the search, yep. Good Dog Workshop, and it'll come right to us. Otherwise, you can, you can find us on, on iTube. Much easier to, uh, to find someone's podcast than you would think, because I've got yeah. that question a lot lately. Absolutely. So, well, thank you, everyone, for joining us. Carlos, thanks for being here, yep. and we will see you next time. Thank you.